the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is brought to you by WinBet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk-free bet. That's right, $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll get a free t-shirt. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win for a $500 risk-free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports Betters providing insights and analysis and free betting picks. Better than Vegas is like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right. No VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com. Promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com. Promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers. They make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com. That's aceperhead.com. SGP. Welcome to a bright Monday on the NBA Gambling Podcast. Uh, I know it sounds weird to say bright Monday for an audio podcast because you can't see brightness uh, when you're listening to this, but maybe you can hear the brightness in my voice because it was a fun weekend of NBA games. Um, I'm all over the place with my picks, but uh, somebody who is uh, rallying back with his picks is uh, Zach Swissbank Broner. How are you doing, man? Good. I'm doing good. Good seeing you. Um... Yeah, you, you, you have some nice art behind you in your setup, so that might be uh, contributing to the brightness this morning. But yeah, it, it actually really was a really fun weekend for the NBA, um, despite obviously NFL, you know, final weekend for that. But I will say things are starting to make a little bit more sense in the league right now. Um, both conferences, you're starting to see the playoff picture kind of emerge of teams that we thought might be there. So um Looking forward to getting into stuff today. Yeah, it was a fun, fun weekend. A lot of good games. Nuggets, Suns, doubleheader. Both games were hype. Uh, um, that broke my heart twice. Yeah, broke two my- but two great games. And obviously both look like good playoff teams. That would be a really fun series if that happened. Uh, Nuggets, yeah. Suns. We are going to get into... Uh, Zach and I will the the first segment we're doing today is three observations from the weekend and I had to hold myself back from making an observation about the Suns after that bad weekend. Um and we're gonna talk about a couple of news items and maybe how they relate to uh gambling at least gambling futures. Uh, I'm gonna try to relate mine at least to them. And uh, then we're gonna get into previewing Tuesday's three games. And uh, then Zach and I will try to give you a, a hot trend for gambling at the end of the podcast. Uh, Zach did mention the art behind me. Also, you can't see that, but it is a sweet lighthouse because I am renting a beach house right now because, yeah, I've got that NBA gambling podcast money. <laughs> yeah, it's actually funny. I just I just saw McKee stand up for the first time, I think, ever in my life because he went to get a glass of water <laughs> prior to. So, you know, he's. You know, looking like a solid NBA shooting guard, um, coming in with that light, coming in with that lighthouse money. So, were you um, were you excited by my body or a little disappointed? <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't reacted to it yet. No, no comment. <laughs> no comment. Exactly. Um, 
I just want to real quickly uh, shout out to all our Canadian listeners out there. We got some great news that um, we are uh, 23rd overall on the Apple Podcast in Canada for basketball. Um, which is the highest we've ever ranked. So thank you very much, Canadians. We're also uh, number 200 overall in the sports Canada, uh, sports category for Canada. Um, so, uh, yeah, shout out to our, uh, our friends from up north. Okay, I'll, go, I'll get us started. I'll kick us off with an observation from this weekend. Steph Curry passed Reggie Miller this weekend on the all-time three-pointer list. Uh, so he's second overall to uh, Ray Allen right now. He's first in three-point efficiency slash percentage. Um, so I think we can confidently say he is the greatest three-point shooter of our lifetime. Uh, is there any reason to grab him MVP 10 to 1 with this storyline, Zach? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I mean, look, he's put up great numbers and he's been really fun to watch this year at the, at the same time. I mean, I think you re- you have to really believe in the rest of this Warriors team to want to take him for MVP, you know. And I, I think yeah, because they're right right around five hundred now. They've looked better since Draymond came back, but they're still not at the level we remember the Warriors. Yeah, I mean they they've been, they've had better moments with Draymond, and they had a lot of bad moments without him, obviously. But you know, five and five in their last ten games, eight and eight overall, negative three point six uh, wind di- a point differential in the season. So. Um, Definitely a lot of respect for Steph, and that's an awesome record. I saw he was getting a lot of love on social media and stuff like that for that record. So um, good for him. I don't see him as an MVP candidate, though. I don't either. I just brought it up because I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Also cool, did you see the reporter call him Wardell? Yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. That, that I think... Marcus, I didn't know that that was his name, his real name. Oh, yeah, that is his real name, Wardell Stephen Curry. I think... That was Marcus Thompson of The Athletic, I believe. He's obviously been covering the Warriors for a long time, so he has a relationship that he could touch on there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that was funny. Okay. Uh, what's your thing, something from the weekend you noticed? Yeah, I mean, two of mine are going to touch on the top of the Western Conference, but um, definitely uh, my first takeaway right now is this is this Clippers team um, coming on an mm-hmm. eight-game winning streak here. So, this observation obviously stretches beyond the weekend, but um, they've just been, I think, really um, not rewarded for it, but they, they look good for kind of staying the course this offseason, not reading too much into their defeat in the bubble. Now they're at 13-4, and four, tied for first place in the West, and they might even be able to um, hunt down this, this one seed in the West, but um, this offense just looks really dynamic. You know, the schedule's been decently light, but... You know, really putting up big-time offensive performances. Kawhi Leonard, super efficient. Uh, a lot of good pieces around him. So I think this Clippers team is back to the regard that we held them in going into the bubble last year where a lot of people saw them as a one a 1B title contender. So, um, you know, just an observation for now. But um, yeah. I think the I Clippers mean, are back. George has really, Paul George has really stepped up for all the criticism, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, 100%. Which is good to see for him because we've seen him kind of wilt away from criticism in the past and not play as well. So that's great to see. They're ten and seven against the spread. So uh, and they didn't just cover against OKC, but um, you know, so you don't want to bet them blindly because they're getting some big spreads, unfortunately. Yeah, and then I guess that that's a good point. Not necessarily for you know game by game because they haven't actually mm-hmm. been covering. Uh, they haven't been a covering machine like you said, but. Um... I've just been impressed with them on the floor, and and they look they look 
you know, credit to Ty Lue. I think Ty Lue's done a nice job with that team. And, um, you know, he was kind of like, it felt like kind of a natural progression for this team to eventually hire him as a coach. Um, but he's done a really good job. And, um, yeah, credit to them. Absolutely. Okay, the next one I am going to throw out there is uh, Gordon Hayward had an exciting game where he hit the uh, three-point winner, uh, last-second three-point winning shot over the uh, Magic, which in that two-game series, was there was like two last-second shots, right? Like Magic winning one of them when Cole Anthony hit that first one and then Gordon Hayward hitting the other one. Uh, Gordon Hayward had had... Uh, four games where he's gone over 30 points. He's looking great. Is this bad or good for LaMelo's Rookie of the Year candidacy? Um, I think it's a little early to tell. I think, yeah, you know, the Hornets definitely are in, in some sort of win-now mode. Obviously, LeVar Ball was quoted uh, yesterday as saying that LaMelo was disappointed with coming off the bench. That didn't come from LaMelo himself, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I do think there are a lot of mouths to feed in, in Charlotte, so um, LaMelo will have to continue to buy in on defense to get enough minutes to put up the numbers, um, you know, that were required for rookie of the year. And obviously Gordon Hayward playing well, Terry Rozier playing well, Devonte Graham still factoring in all kind of block him to having an all you can eat role where he could just put up crazy numbers on a night in night out basis. Yeah. And before that news of LaVar that LaVar said, and who knows whether to believe him or not. All indications I had heard coming out of Hornets uh, beat reporters and stuff is that Melo's been a great teammate, totally bought into the system, and he does play with such a joy out on the floor. Yeah, I'm a big fan of him, and um, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of what he's done so far for the Hornets. I mean, he's been good. He's been a positive player, which, you know, coming off of what you know Lithuania and New Zealand I think a lot of people thought that he played this kind of jokey like style where he just jacked up threes and you know did whatever mm-hmm. he wanted that hasn't been the case like you said he's been bought in and a good teammate so um love to see that yeah uh do you think he and Wiseman are just running away with it right now for rookie of the year it's still obviously very early yeah I think so I, I haven't thought too much about it um but that those are the, obviously the two main names right now Okay, what was your next observation? Yeah, my next observation, uh, I'll go to the Eastern Conference for this one, for the team that's currently in first place in the East, the Philadelphia 76ers. I think we thought this offseason that the um, home court road disparity for the Sixers might temper down a little bit with um, the lack of home crowds, stuff like that. But Sixers are still um, 9-1 and straight up at home this season. Um, yep. So, you know, they, 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 I'm checking for seven and three ATS at home as well. So they've really mm-hmm. been a wagon at home. So, you know, seven, three ATS, nine and one straight up. Um, and you know, only three and four on the road. So it continues to be and two and five ATS on the road. Um, so I think these Sixers home road splits, uh, you know, not necessarily coming from the weekend per se, they obviously failed to cover in Detroit and those two teams play again tonight. Um, in Detroit, where the Sixers will be favored again. So, um, yeah, it, uh, uh, you know, we thought that th- that this trend might go away from last year to this year, and and it hasn't. Um, it's been true for both, um, you know, against the number and and just in general. So, um, speaking yeah. of speaking of the Sixers, I, I mean, Embiid has looked as good or better as I can ever remember him see remember seeing him. Um, I'm not sure if that has to do with Doc Rivers or just 
and reacting to criticism of last season. Um, he's currently at 12 to 1 for MVP, sitting behind Curry, Jokic, LeBron, KD. Um, I mean, how, that feels like as well as he's been playing, he's been playing as well. I mean, he's not getting the assist numbers that Jokic is, but is that is that a number we should grab him at 12 to 1? Yeah, I think that 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 does sound pretty good. Um, he's obviously been playing really, really well best basketball of his career like you said and yeah if they get this one seed he'll definitely be in the conversation so 12 to 1 could definitely be a good number for him and now a quick break for a word from our presenting sponsor and we'll be right back win bet you guys need to check out win bet immediately and get a 500 risk-free bet you can bet on all the games that zach and i are talking about today with these spreads more or less that we're talking and they might move a little bit but win bet has all these games you got to check it out 500 risk-free bet and if you send in your a screenshot of your first bet at win bet you to podcast at sportsgamingpodcast.com you get a free t-shirt okay that's there's tons of boosted bets on WinBet, including a wheel spin to boost parlays. Perfect for DGENs only. Uh, WinBet is currently online in New Jersey, Colorado, Michigan is coming soon, and so many more states are on the way. So definitely go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash win. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N and see if your state is updated today. Uh, moving on to the next one I wanted to point out. Uh, so Jason Tatum, he's coming back tonight, right? Did you see that? Yeah, I believe he is. Celtics have been pretty, playing pretty well without him. They put up they put up 141 against Cleveland. Jalen Brown has been playing like a total all-star. He played 19 minutes last night, put up 33 points, which broke a record for putting up the most points in under 20 minutes or something like that since like 1950-something. Um is Jalen Brown a guaranteed all-star, and does this hurt Jason Tatum's case as a superstar? I mean, I think they're really both really good. I mean, it's obviously been it's been interesting to watch how well Jalen's played with in, in Tatum's absence. I think he's really just. I think it's more that he's an ascendant guy. I don't think it takes anything away from Tatum, but yes, it definitely will be interesting because it's no longer a lock that that it's you know a oh number one option, number two option. Like you're saying, they could really be held on equal footing. I, I think some people could definitely make the case that Jalen's a better guy. So obviously there are going to be questions going forward with kind of who's the alpha of that team. I think they seem to be very close and friendly. So um, hopefully it won't be an issue. But yeah, I mean, Jalen Brown's been really impressive and Jason Tatum has been inconsistent throughout his career. I mean, remember he reached incredible heights last year in the middle of the season everyone was ready to crown him as you know the next big thing and then um you know w- became sort of a little bit more inconsistent throughout the rest of that year and ultimately um they, they didn't reach their goal of making the finals losing to the heat so um yeah i couldn't def- find updated odds on most improved player but should we look for him as the most improved player I think he's up there, and obviously, got to be one of the front runners right now. Yeah, I mean, Mike Conley's obviously up there. Um, <laughs> you and Mike Conley. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if they'll they'll have odds for that in season, but yeah, I mean, he's obviously making the leap right before our eyes, and you know, Boston continues to ha- they continue to pass up the opportunity to trade for superstars. They were in on James Harden again till the end, you know, so that's looking like it it's paid off. But obviously, these guys have to win eventually. Yeah. Uh, okay. What's your last observation from the weekend? Yeah, my last. I'm gonna bring it back to that Nuggets Sun series. Um, I I thought 
a few observations just stemming from that two-game series, but considering it's two of our favorite teams. Um, first of all, Nikola Jokic just, like, against anybody who's not an elite defender, he just is their absolute food for him. He's just so good. Um, when when they tried to put Frank Kaminsky on him, it was just instant Cook. Uh, um, I will say, a very impressed. It was hard to watch when he would just back Kaminsky down. Like, yeah, like, like no, like he was like just backing down like a paper mache doll or something. Yes, hundred like percent. And obviously, I thought DeAndre. Another observation: I thought DeAndre Ayton looked pretty good handling Jokic for some of the minutes that he was on him. Um, but yep. Jokic's combination of finishing, you know, he just makes every tough hook and layup and stuff like that. Such good passing. Um, that the Nuggets. I think you could see defenders in their. I think you could see defenders also second guessing. They've seen him make so many amazing passes. They're hesitant to get up on him too close because of the like. They're always looking for the pass. Yes, and too. He, yeah, that and also he has so many tricky fakes and stuff that you never really want to commit to like contesting what might look like a shot because he could fake you out. So you don't fully contest the hook. But he was really impressive. Obviously, those are both really good games. I thought the Nuggets' defense is really, really concerning. I mean, Chris Paul was getting whatever he wanted in pick and roll um, whenever he wanted down the stretch of both those games. So, you know, the Nuggets didn't really find any lineup consistency. They were obviously closing games with Murray, Morris, and Harris on the floor. Um, Monte well, Michael Morris. Porter Jr. looked pretty good for just coming back and playing yeah, limited M- minutes. MPJ, and, and he'll obviously be a fixture um, going forward. But, you know, I, I, I thought that was a really fun series to watch. Obviously, we're recording this on Monday night. That we're going to see Nuggets Mavericks tonight. That's going to be a really fun game to watch. Um, so looking forward to I mean, like I said at the top of the show, you now have in the playoffs, if the season were to end today, you still have, you know, Clippers, Lakers, Jazz, Nuggets and Suns, who are all seem to be locks. Um, Mavericks creeping in. Obviously, you still have the Blazers in there with injury issues. Memphis surprising people five and five in a row before their COVID shutdown. Spurs playing well. So the Western Conference is starting to take I mean, a little bit of the shape here. At, even the Thunder at six and nine have been uh, winning some surprising games. Yeah, they uh, have. We and, all had we all had the Thunder as the worst team coming into the coming into. The, the season in the Western conference. Yeah. They, and they, they've been impressive. Obviously they kind of, you know, they, they just played at nuggets at Clippers at Clippers. So don't want to read too much into those. Cause they, they got, they lost all three of those games, but going to Portland tonight, we'll see that uh, Portland who just had a nice performance against the Knicks, but obviously without CJ and Nurk. Yeah. That Knicks team, they fight back no matter what. I mean, they made it close. I yeah. had the Knicks, which was great. It was plus four. <laughs> I was really sweating that one. Oh my god! I didn't. I didn't even realize they came back and covered that game. Yeah. Fuck. Um, I, I, I had the Blazers there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you still beat me in picks yesterday. You and Moonoff both. Uh, I think beat me by one yesterday. And now for another quick break, and we'll be right back. Better than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for DJs only. Okay. It, everything the DJs care about, and that's sports betting. That's all they really, really care about. Let's be honest, and that's all that better than vegas deals in okay so the best part is you'll be able to feel get free video picks every day from sgpn crew we always are putting up our best bets uh so make sure to subscribe to the sgpn page at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash btv so you never miss any of our videos uh, definitely go check out sign up for an account and follow us at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash btv 
Okay, so let's talk about Tuesday night's games. Uh, got some interesting ones for the national games. Um, probably not what many people are hoping for. We've got the Los Angeles Clippers going to the Atlanta Hawks. Hawks 8-8 eight eight against the spread. Uh, Clippers 10-7 and seven against the spread, as we already mentioned. I'm seeing a very early line of Clippers minus 4.5. If you can grab that now, I, go, I would, because that's a pretty short line, even for the Clippers being on the road. I'm not seeing any uh, Clippers... Oh, um, I guess Paul George is questionable with a hamstring that would definitely change things obviously um yeah i don't know any i mean we already kind of talked about the clippers do you want to talk about the atlanta side at all yeah i think this atlanta team has definitely been uh kind of mercurial right i mean they kind of started off hot then they kind of had a little bit of chemistry issues lost some games had some injuries um, and now they kind of recovered. I mean, obviously the schedule got easy, right? They picked up three straight wins against Minnesota, Detroit, and Minnesota. Got blown mm-hmm. out by the Bucks uh, yesterday. Um, but I will say Clint Capella is kind of starting to come on a little bit now. He's had a few but, monster. But uh, Trey games. Young, did Trey Young miss yesterday though? Right? Yeah, Trey Young did miss yesterday. So, so um, that's, don't that's take... tough to win without your All Star. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and so. Yeah, Clint Capella has been coming on. He obviously didn't play yesterday either. It looks like, um, mm-hmm. and and that enabled John Collins to put up some monster numbers. DeAndre Hunter also had thirty three points in that game. Um, but you know, with this Hawks team, I think they're going to be around five hundred all year, which is where their win total was pegged. I think they show a nice offensive ceiling when they have their full lineup healthy. Obviously, the defensive issues are there, but they, you know, we part of what we didn't like about their offseason, right, was they brought in so many different names and. Um, you know, guys who their roles might conflict with each other. They had some young guys they want to develop, some older guys that want to win now. So it's going to be, I think, a push and pull situation all year. Hopefully, we get Trey and Capella here healthy for the primetime game. Um, I we don't have a total yet, or I believe we don't, but I could see this game having a lot I'm of points. An in early, it. I'm seeing an early total of two twenty six and a half. I yeah, I, I like that over. Um. I could definitely see this game both both teams getting into the 100 teens here um, against if one Trae another. Young plays, if Trey Young plays, if Trey Young plays, yeah, 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 because Bogdanovich is out too, and so they and if depending on what Capella does, that could be you know they're not going to have just the scores uh, to go up against the Clippers, but we'll see. Um, I you, you said you like them going forward to stay right around 500 which would likely, the, the way the East has been going, would put them in the playoffs because usually that eight seed or so is usually under 500. Um, right now, uh, they're in the seventh spot if the season was to end. The Knicks are in the eighth spot. But uh, outside looking in, Raptors and Heat and Bulls who have been good. So uh, do you think that they're going to make the playoffs? I think it's going to be close. I mean, I think a lot of these teams are really similar. I, I, I hope that they, I expect the Heat and the Raptors to hopefully rise up and, and, you know, reclaim their spot in the playoffs. But I think when you look between Hawks, Cavs, Knicks, Bulls, Hornets, Magic, I think the Magic are probably the worst team out of that group. But I think those are four teams that are really, really similar, probably fighting for what would be the eight seed in the, in the play-in game or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I definitely think the Hawks will factor into the back end of this, um, of, of this playoff picture. Um, they do have a positive point differential here, plus 2.3 points. Uh, so 
four and six in their last ten. I think I think I think they're solid. I, I I definitely was very low on them because I didn't like the philosophy of their offseason, but um they they they've they've been solid and um if everyone's healthy, this will be actually a really fun game to watch. I think uh maybe get some Pat Bev on Trey Young um yeah. moments if, if Trey does play. That would be fun. That would be fun. Um I'll just mention that uh, the Clippers are seven and zero straight up in their last seven games, four and one against the spread in their last five games. So, uh, depending on if Paul George plays and Trey Young, that line can move back and forth. But I like the Clippers early, and I like, uh, like Zach said, look at the team total overs uh, as well. Uh, again, if Trey Young plays, moving on to the second game that we're going to cover. Washington Wizards at the Houston Rockets. Now this this uh, this matchup looked a lot better before the season. Uh, both of these teams are just really reeling with all the things uh, that have gone wrong so far. Uh, Washington has all, all kinds of quarantine issues. We have no idea who's going to play. They might. There's a chance I would say that they uh, have to delay this one. Uh, Christian Wood is doubtful for the Rockets, and uh, uh, Daniel House is probable so that's good but um i don't know washington are five and two against the spread in their last seven games when uh they've been able to play are is there any hope for washington fans here no nah, I, I mean there there was definitely some bad vibes coming from washington that game last night you saw the clip of russell westbrook slamming the ball against the floor um got blown out by 20 in san antonio in their first game back coming off the covid uh pause do you ha- do we have a line on this game? An early line or no? I'm seeing because- uh, uh, Rockets by six and a half. Yeah, and I, a total I, of two thirty three and a half. Yeah, I would I would take the Rockets here. I think. Look, I, I've liked what I what I've seen from them. I think they're still kind of trying to find their footing, um, coming off that Harden trade today. Uh, Monday is their first day of practice with John Wall and Victor Oladipo healthy and and together. So this. Tomorrow night will be the first time that those guys take the floor together. Kind of, the, we'll see what this Rockets team is going to look like the rest of the year. Boogie Cousins. It's too bad we can't we don't can't get Christian Wood out there tomorrow night. Though. I think that's the real X factor for them with those two guys. Yeah, definitely for this season's hope. But I will say Boogie Cousins played great in their last game against the Mavericks. Um, that's true. Twenty eight and seventeen, and he was able to play thirty minutes. So maybe he can give you some of that. Um, as long as he doesn't get ejected, he's pretty good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. As long as he is his biggest. Uh, Issue has always been availability for injuries and, uh, I guess, personal stuff. But yeah, I like I would lean with Rockets here minus six and a half. But injury reports clearly going to play a big role in this one. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sportsbook, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no vig. Haven't got any get any better. The vig is always the worst part of betting. So, uh, since you're buying positions from other sports betters, there is no quote unquote house you're not playing against the house you're playing against other sports betters how cool is that you can play in for money in more than 40 states and right now they're doing weekly college basketball contests on wednesday and saturday it's ten dollars to enter and each user will start with a balance of 1,000 edge coins to wager on the game the player with the highest earnings will take the entire pool of entry fees it's a battle royale winner take all find the link under our competitions tab Sign up at betteredge.com and use promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com, promo code SGP. And we got to talk about our friends at Ace Per Head. If you've ever thought about starting a sports book and don't know how, 
Ace for Head has you covered. They're here to help you start your own sportsbook. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace for Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace offers six weeks free. That's right, six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Head over to the New York Knicks, your New York Knicks, heading to Utah. Uh, I'm seeing Utah right now at minus eight and a half, a total of 213 and a half. Um, the Knicks have been good against the spread. They're four and one against the spread in their last five games, but Utah has been smoking hot, uh, eight and oh against the spread in their last eight games. So, uh, you know, do, do your Knicks have any hope here or uh, would you take them plus the points? No, I'm, I, and this is actually going to cover my trend too for the end of the show. You just you just said it. This Utah Jazz team is an absolute wagon. Um, I think I'm like on a, I'm on a streak of maybe four straight locks because they've all just been the Jazz. Um, and so I'm going to continue to ride this Jazz team. I, I'm very excited about my win total position on them that I took this mm-hmm. offseason. We I think me, you, me, and Kramer all were very very high on this Jazz over. Um, that's my that was my biggest bet of the offseason. So I, I I bet them to uh, plus odds uh, to win their division over Nuggets. I feel yeah, pretty that, good about that, that too. too. That too. That's so um, eight game winning streak, eight straight covers, and they're looking like they are the clear third best team in the Western Conference. Um, so yeah, I, I will take the, I will take the Knicks here, and I also just want to point out how well this Jazz team is playing. Um, Donovan Mitchell, obviously, that really weird moment with Shaq. Um, was is worth mentioning yeah that, that was, was so awkward so awkward um but yeah i mean the pieces are just coming together for this jazz team they blew out the warriors i think that was friday night um so and and it's not even like look they, they're not even getting everyone at their highest level but donovich hasn't been that good um he's still coming back from his injuries last year but mike Ingles conley has been Ingles has been banged up he has been, been banged nearly up nearly what he's been yeah, and it's all it all comes back to Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell, um, you know, becoming that backcourt that we all thought they could be going into last year, both really playing well at the same time. Yeah. Um, and if Jordan Clarkson keeps if yeah. Jordan Clarkson keeps playing the way he is. He's got six man locked up. That would have yeah. been a great bet preseason. Yeah, and how about that? that <laughs> how about that? They they traded Dante Exum for him, and Dante Exum looks like he's on his way out of the league. So. Um, you yeah, know. that guy. I, I feel sorry for that guy. He just can't stay healthy. He can't stay I mean, healthy. He but has flashes when he's healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has had flashes, but um, this team. I mean, look, they have a lot of veteran pieces in this rotation. Obviously, Clarkson, Ingles, Niang, Favors, um, and then they have some intriguing young pieces too. Obviously, it starts with Donovan Mitchell, but you know, guys like Mieoni, Jawan Morgan. So, I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a big fan of this Jazz team this year. I think I think they're really good. I think, you know. Will I will I take them seriously in a playoff series versus the Clippers or the Lakers? I'm not sure, but I'm very high on this team. So, yes to minus six and a half. And then I also, for my trend to end the show, Jazz, eight straight covers, wagon. Got it. Got <laughs> it. So, wait, but you're going to take the Knicks plus eight and a half against No, them. no, I'm taking the Jazz. I'm taking the Jazz. Oh, you're taking the Jazz. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So, then I'll just uh, go into my trend. I just wrote down uh, Chicago WTF because they are <laughs> seven and nine straight up, but they are eleven and five against the spread, best in the league. They also the best in the league. They're covering by an average of four point one points. Um, 
are, are they all just all buying into uh, Billy Donovan, or did is Billy Donovan uh, just looking at the spreads and telling them just to cover that? I don't know. Like they're not winning games, but they are covering spreads. What's going on with this Bulls team? Yeah, I do not know. I, I I remember on one of our first shows of the season, I was banging the drum that the Bulls were the worst team in the NBA. Now they're you know a covering machine. So I, I honestly do not know. Obviously, Zach Levine, I, I will say, has been someone that's caught my eye. I mean, people kind of forgot about Zach Levine um, in Chicago. He's been awesome to start this year. So he, He's he looks been awesome. really, he really good. He seems to have like bought into more team-first basketball. He was always yeah. just known as a chucker and yeah. uh, you know put up empty stats guy uh they've had a lot of covid issues too guys going down uh, for quarantine and marketing was out with the ankle thing for a while so uh you know and he's arguably one of the best players um i like what they've been doing i expect them to start winning some games i'm gonna keep betting them yeah i think i think they're a good bet i mean i'm looking at their statue i mean they're they're really getting plus contributions from guys up and down this roster that um Coming into the year, you know, could have been seen as as pieces that could fall out. Obviously, Markinen averaging uh, 19 points. He's only played in nine games because of COVID issues. But um, you know, for him to average 19 and seven after they couldn't come to extension agreement with him this offseason, that's an interesting one to watch. Kobe White, 16 and six. Wendell Carter. So they got a lot of intriguing pieces on this Bulls team. Yeah. I like it. Okay, well, I'm going to keep riding them, uh, covering at uh, 68.8%. That is good enough for me. Um, We're going to get out of here. We will be back tomorrow with a locker room live at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time before the games kick off. So if you want to head on over to the locker room app and talk to Moonoff and me and uh, maybe Zach, I don't know if uh, he's available, but uh, we're going to try to get as many people in there as possible to give picks and answer questions. Uh, Follow Zach at NBA Zach B. Uh, Follow me at the Ryan McKee. And uh, we'll talk to you again on Wednesday with a new podcast. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going.